It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. You did it. You're here and welcome because tonight it's evening vibes. It's Sunday evening. I hope on a Thursday morning or whenever you're listening, you are as cozy and comfortable and by a fireside and doing all those lovely things with your partner because I'm here with my podcast partner and we're being wholesome, chatting about content, chatting about culture. Christopher, how are you today? Welcome back to England. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm all right. I, I, I feel all right. A little bit, a little bit, you know. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. What? All right. Let's use words. Jet lags. I, I was, I was trying to just, I was kind of enjoying just catching up with you, yes. and then remembered we had to record a ah, podcast. The podcast. So I'm kind of not enjoying the <laughs> listeners at the moment. <laughs> Butt out! I'm trying to talk to my friend. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we could uh, if we'd recorded that preamble. I have say, like a Google. Oh, Google I see. <laughs> he's yeah, doing it. Yeah. He's doing a bit. I was going there. I was doing the bit, Jeffrey. <laughs> Future Patreon uh, people, subscribers. Patreons, they are Patreons. I see. So one thing I have noticed, Jeffrey, tell is us every every Thursday when our pod comes out, our little Twitter account sends out a little message saying bloop, we talk bloop. about this, we talk about that. Yeah, got a and few, got a few retweets few, and all. Yeah, and I, I liked it. You did indeed. <laughs> you did indeed, and you you let the Gave people it a know heart on the old X. I think you re- I think you retweeted. I think I did too. And I what's the difference between a quote retweet? And like a reshare thing. Okay, so... The quote thing says I can put some words in it. Yes. Quote tweeting is having your own caption. Retweeting is just a standard... But now it's reposting, isn't it? There's no such thing as a tweet anymore. What are they called? Posts. Now it's posts. It's everything is just blanket, bland posts, which is not going to work. I think... What did I see today? Blanket, bland. These are words that um, (laughs) are used on Elon Musk's dating profile. (laughs) (laughs) Bless him. No, don't bless him. I take take that very back. Um, We are returning from our special week because last week you were all um, really happy to hear, I'm sure, uh, Bex of Fitness... Bex, Walk With Bex, all the different platforms that you saw in our beautifully written show notes. Um, She joined us. We had a whale of a time. We now have a book club Christmas spectacular something or other to look forward to. Maybe 2024 New Year special. Who knows? It depends on our lives. Our very lives. But it was such a fun episode. He was in Dubai and um, now we're back. We're back on our bullshit, people. We're back to the usual. But I brought the sun with me today. I don't know if you know. Yeah, you did. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah. And before we get into, before we get into, I was going to say before we get into all the bullshit, we've already gotten into all the bullshit for at least five minutes, but now we need to tell you what we're leading to. What is all this bullshit preventing us from getting to? I think it's your turn this week because we gave Bex a guest turn. Yeah. And so you might... Did anyone notice that we had a podcast where we talked about the footballer Bex, followed by a podcast (laughs) where we talked about my sister Bex and... 
why do you not have a Bex related person <laughs> in your life? <laughs> did not, not, it was nowhere near to putting that all together. I did have, um, I wanted to ask when did uh, Rebecca become Bex? I wanted to get into all of that. I just always called her Bex. You have? Yeah, and, I feel like that's it. Oh, okay, cool. Taken care of. <laughs> Origin story, nailed it. Um, but yeah. in third... And then on, on like a birthday card, I cheekily just put the X instead of CKS and then... Nice. History. Oh, yeah. That was history. And if... Uh, you, can you see that I'm vamping to avoid insight? <laughs> <laughs> and if she at all has any dispute with the with the origin story or wants to add to it, um, see you on the next she time knows, you're on the podcast. Yeah, us. exactly. Um, I was thinking, to be fair, in order to... Uh, that's more off-pod chat. Should I not do off-pod chat on the pod? Yes, Jeff. Fantastic. Sorry, I just need to have a self-dialogue there. In 30 seconds, Christopher, for the listener, will you tell them what this podcast is about besides me just talking to myself sometimes on the side? Three, two, one, go. So, um, once upon a time, oh. there was a, a little boy called Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he had a friend called Christopher. Um, they both like watching things, listening to things. Mm reading things one of them did um, <laughs> <laughs> and often they would just try and get the other one really into the thing that they liked um and then 20 years later we have a podcast where we pretty much do that except we rate the things with scores and one of us wins at the end of it all wow the end. that might be my th- favorite 30 second game so far was that was that pre-written be honest with the people no it wasn't <laughs> i think you won me over straight away by um starting with once upon a time i'm just you just put me there i was ready for a story to be told to me and yeah. <laughs> being part of the millennial infected by TikTok attention span generation, it was told in a nice, concise manner. Um, and yeah, he summed it up. what we do, Jeffrey. It is what we do. It is what we, we occasionally do. We, we do the 30-second game in a concise manner. The rest of the pod is pure chaos. Pure chaos. <laughs> Welcome to the chaos. And by chaos, we mean this week we are reviewing a podcast episode on this podcast for half of the app. And then the other half of the app will be a cheeky review of an 18-minute Netflix, Netflix episode of Explained, which which covers the po- the topic of K-pop. I can speak, sounds make words. <laughs> First up, can we talk K-pop? We can, we can. Korean um, pop, pop on crack. Yes, we can talk about that. Can we open uh, by uh, you just telling me, I, 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 I hear inflections, I hear syllables, I hear you're ready, you're jumping out the gate to say stuff, but you're also mindful of interrupting, so I appreciate that. But there was one song you said that, like, since back in the day, shout out to James. Oh, yes. He got you yes, into I it. I really... I what that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have sent it to you as research. Not bad. No, but you're cool. I never got a tick until literally a minute before this. Yeah, I watched uh, I watched the thing just in time for our recording. Um so while he does his research, is that, is that why it was twenty past six rather than six? <laughs> yeah, kind of. We were we were we were making sure that uh, I consumed the content. At some point while I was out and about doing my day, I googled how long the thing was, and I was like, "Oh, this is fine." When I get home, I can. And, and that I said that to you, you on did. the pod. I said it was a nice, concise little. You did, you did. Thing. But I wanted to know the exact minute length in eighteen minutes. I was like, "Is this a golden old school sitcom episode? This is perfect. This is fantastic." Spe- it- speaking of golden old school mm. sitcom the people need to know because of all the feelings i have i just need to put it out there in a very the week that was 30 seconds i watched how was, how was frazier i watched the first episode i felt a lot of feelings and here's the main one i liked it i really oh, liked dear. it i'm glad it's back <laughs> now i needed to go for 10 seasons this is part three youth and young manhood are they th- dropping it once one episode a week what they, they there done? was two they- there's two so i don't know how they're going to drop the rest but in cheers we are introduced to the 
therapist Fraser Crane in a side character sort of role who ends up becoming more central. And this is this is youth and young manhood. This is like he's bald, but he's still got a bit of hair. And then proper manhood is Fraser leaving Boston and Cheers and going and having his own spin-off sitcom, moving in with his dad, going to Seattle in the 90s. He becomes a man. And this is late age manhood where now it's about him interacting with his son. And now, one episode in, I need them to do a 10-season run and close out this story properly. I was really won over by episode one, and I'll tell you the, one of the main reasons why. We touched on it with Bex. It's always a recurring theme for us. My expectations were low. So, <laughs> so Mr. Kelsey Grammer doing some lines. And How low were they? <laughs> this is very Kelsey Grammer uh, line readings. No, they're pretty low. I thought it would be a bit shit. And it was just really fun. And I very, very quickly felt an emotional connection to Frasier and the side characters. And he basically did what I think he did for Cheers fans in episode one of Frasier, Frasier, where you're like, who are these people? That's not Ted Danson. That's not Woody Harrelson. And you're like, hold on. Might I be open to liking them because of how much I like Frasier and he seems invested in them? He's doing it again! 20 years later! God damn it! And there was... Listen, there might not be a Niles, but there's a character playing Niles' son who is pretty much doing a Niles. I could... Ugh. Until it gets pitched, I will I will pause there. But god damn, I had a good time and it got me in the face. I need to finish Frasier. <laughs> Are there really 10 seasons of Frasier? Dude, it's so good. I just saw on our audio recording that laugh you just made me do is very just jagged cuts of noise. <laughs> but um, okay, so fine. As a typical cultural content consumption appraisal hour segue from the first episode of Frasier 2023. Did we go off-piste? <laughs> to, to K-pop. We did go off-piste. Shout out uh, to Bex for just... So the song, the song, the... Yes. Um, Won My Heart that was recommended by my friend It's James. called Win My Heart, what? isn't it? No, it's Sounds called Shine, Shine by the by the K-pop band Pentagon. Wow. Uh, they may have other songs, but this is the only one I care I about. I mean, a scholar <laughs> over a here. Fabulous YouTube video yeah. with ridiculously choreographed dancing, as you will have found out by your documentary yes and it's just pure joy and makes me smile every time i watch wow it. okay um, well pure joy is great firstly you are um at least from my level of knowledge which is not great i watched this 18 minute episode and that's me um but you're clearly the scholar too because you opened that i'm not a scholar i don't know that much about k-pop they may I, have more I don't songs know many, i can't name any other bands apart from those two and possibly some other one called blackpink because nice. people wear the merch people do wear the merch and they had dude you know we um i think you this year went to um what do they call those hyde park events Behind the gate. Uh, British summertime. British summertime. Behind the gate. Um, Lana Del Rey was your gig. <laughs> yep. um, I think Blackpink had their whole own headlining day, which is yep. crazy. Um, yeah, so BTS, we've got Blackpink, we've got Pentagon. Did you just say? Yeah, they're, they're not that well-known. It's just a random song. They're not that well-known. <laughs> but they, they probably are well-known, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, well, this whole <laughs> thing is fucking way more well-known than I realised. And yep. I think it speaks to a lot of the nicheification of culture as we've banged on yeah. about loads because i think we often talk about like what even is pop music anymore it's more hip-hop true pop mm. doesn't exist anymore i think this is kind of it and it's kind of strange and it's really bewildering to me as someone who spends their head up the arse of cultural news and i know the lots of uh, signifiers to do with k-pop but it's really weird to me that this might be the most like lucrative industry going in music and i barely i know that there are members of bts that people have crushes on and go crazy for and that is the extent mm. of my knowledge the thing that this 18 minutes illuminated for me is that i you can be really really clueless about the most popular shit now because of all the niches we live in and so i do feel very um refreshed and in a nice and concise way 
because、mm. my little bit of context for you is because、um, a few weeks ago I saw a legendary artist called PJ Harvey at the Roundhouse. <laughs> Shout out, one of our favorite venues, or at least one of us. And I fucking hate that place. Yes, you do. I've always wanted to see PJ Harvey, so it was a big deal for me. It was one of those I just got a return ticket after it was sold out for ages. Blah 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 blah. And I wanted to、uh, listen to all the albums, do all the things, and then I found this thing、um, on the old podcast interwebs called Bandsplain. Bandsplain seems to take an act and do a long form podcast with a host and a guest talking you through an act. And the Bandsplain on PJ Harvey was two episodes long, both episodes between three and four hours. So over the course of a few weeks, I got through this and I found the host. So charming and funny. I found the guest, the musical critic, and K Powers so funny and charming. They both love PJ Harvey, love different bits of it,、so、many moments of it,、uh, reminiscent of our chats. And I just came out of the ass. Why is my ass is figuring into all my metaphors today? I came out of the ass of this podcast, just like so so much chat about this artist. That when I started watching this, I was immediately like. This is too concise. We're jumping from bit to bit. I want deep dives. I'm used to deep dives. Give me half an hour on this. I、you、really wouldn't have had time, Jeffrey. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have ta- <laughs> had time exactly. But it, just, it was a very funny th-、um, one. I, I don't do this often, Christopher. But I was sort of conscious of let me be scoring from early,、mm. and I felt this very quick. I just really like this bandsplain thing, and this is way too、um, shallow a tread of this whole thing. I'm not liking it as much. Critical brain reaction. And then by the end, it completely won me over, and I was like, "Oh, there's actually a really nice contrast to that because it's、mm. it's very thorough and detailed, but in a nice, concise, shiny package." And yes, if you're a big, you know, this is how people can get these days. A, a deep dive on a podcast like that includes all the tangents. But if you want, like, give me the fucking headlines, give me the bullet points. If I want to do my own research after that, I can. But now, in a very short space of time, I feel like I kind of. Get the whole shebang in a way that I didn't before. So、um, it almost reminds me of, you know, those viral、um, things for the, from the BBC. This presenter Ross Atkins, he often、mm. does these little five-minute explainers on really, really. It reminded me of one of those, and it won me over.、Yeah. And at the beginning, I literally was so in love with. I have to put it in the show notes now, don't I? I was so in love with this bandsplain episode, and I felt such a parallel that I was like,、yeah. "This isn't what I want." And it really, it really did win me over. I found so much of it fascinating, and.、Uh, And fun, yeah. It was so I I can't remember when I watched it.、Mm. <laughs> to be honest, I, it was it must be two three months ago. Okay, I, I watched that random episode,、mm. so I don't remember actually a lot of it. To be fair, sure.、Um, but there was there's two things in this pitch, really.、Mm. There's the the idea of this series called Explained, which you didn't know existed until last week or whatever. Explained, explained. Thank you for、um, explaining explained. And then there's the whole K-pop thing that they were explaining.、Mm. So it'll be interesting. Do you have A view on either of those things. You've kind of summed up the explained side of it. Yes, actually, it's, these are quite nice digestible chunks. Yeah, I don't know if you scroll through. I did scroll through, and I was like, oh, I want to watch that one. I want to watch that one. I want to watch that. Exactly. Yeah, and it, and it's actually they're actually really handy. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, because、yeah. when there's a lot of shit going on or people are talking about stuff, sometimes I don't know. I don't really understand the stock market. Does anyone really understand the stock market? <laughs> But it's good that there's an explained episode about. Yeah. It, so that people can, if they want to. Yeah. And they can understand it in a short space of time. Yeah, it's like it's like the opposite of what our pod does. Like it takes,、yep. it's a very short space of time to actually explain something to you, and we take a very long time to just ramble on. <laughs> um, so, with that said, yeah. So, in terms of the explain bit, I have explained that, I guess. And yeah, in terms of the K-pop bit, I will admit my first scroll through, I was like, oh, there are so many. Like, do diets work? The stock market was a good example. Yeah, there were so many other things.、Yeah. Like, that looks fascinating. And coming from the outside, 
I don't know about you, having loved that one Pentagon song, if you felt any differently, but I was like, I have no interest in the genre. I almost, I, d I feel like we've had this chat a few times, right? But off the top of my head, if I had to say, I do like to be one of these pretentious, like, hey, I like all types of music, guys. But when it comes down to it, there are a few, I feel like an abrasive, like, no thanks reaction to. And I thought, I thought K-pop was up there because I am old now and it, is, it seems to be <laughs> it seems to be very young music and it seems like it fits in there with like drill and some emo pop punk that exists these days where it's like I just I don't know how to find an in here but then I often again to take you inside my mind and my self dialogue I often chastise myself for that and like you can find some value here there's always something to learn something to find so I did start with this first five minutes of like this is too Brief a summary. Uh, those are my thoughts. I also thought, and I don't care about K-pop. By the end, I kind of cared. The cultural hey. context, the music itself being fucking wild. Like the example they gave of the song, I actually wrote it in my notes. There was a song called. Glad um, you have notes. Today. <laughs> Zero notes. I, it's, it's called "I Got a Boy" by Girls' Generation. That in the course of its three or so minutes changes genre nine times and goes from. <laughs> oh yes, I remember that bit. I, it's all coming back to me. Yeah, now. and it's like, and they did a really cool graphic explainer of like, okay, and here it is, like the hip hop breakdown, and then it was EDM, and then it was pop punk, and I was like, motherfucker, slow down. It really was. <laughs> even though I was saying it in a joking way earlier, that is like a bit of a window into like how whether it's attention spans or TikTok or whatever, like music has changed. And like, I, I, hey, I love writing a song, don't get me wrong, but this felt so like a lot and just... I, I actually think I remember this episode. It's actually, now that you've said that... <laughs> Is it coming back to you a bit? It's starting to come back to me. So it starts with, they talk about the origins yes. of this band that went on like a TV show. Yes. And everyone thought they were just weird and wild and they had this choreographed dance. And it was sort of... Sayo Teiji and the boys. Yes, that was it. Yes. Um... And it was almost as if they weren't expecting them to do well, but then they then continued to inspire other things, I think, and then yes. it all just kind of yes. started spiralling from there, I think. It did, and it, it was really a cool sort of origin point story of this whole genre where they were on a talent show that, and they weren't getting the best marks. And then yeah. it takes you like a bit behind the scenes to like what Korean culture was like and why they stood out like they did because it was very mm. they actually had g-rated ballads where you had to yeah. <laughs> one of the titles um, <laughs> you're too far to get close to was like the safest romantic <laughs> territory they could cross um they it was a imagine this is how crazy it is it's actually like almost yeah. dystopian um it was a government approved healthy song so your songs yeah. basically had to be either the most g-rated like romance or um actual patriotic bullshit songs yeah um which is and it's crazy so there's slightly more boy band influenced heartfelt lyrics boy group with the baggy trousers and the b-boy yeah. dancing was just it set their little culture on fire girls are going crazy it seemed in a very few short clips of everyone reacting to their breakup it seemed very take that which i appreciated yeah. do you remember that take that I'll take that breaking up yeah yeah, now they just won't freaking go away. <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't? Who knew? <laughs> yeah, it's like they keep losing members. They're like, nope, fucking, we're staying. Um, I think there are three members left in five now. No, <laughs> don't do that to me. Don't do that horrible pop maths. Um, but so in that uh, cultural time, it was very like, um, I actually wrote something here because I, I, I found this to be uh, true uh, across cultures. But like, <laughs> again, throwback to the Simpsons episode, the prohibition, but prohibition doesn't work and when you try and ban something the people want it more and it makes the thing seem even fucking cooler so of course yeah. the girls were dying for this slightly more 
edgy music. I mean, trust me, by today's standards, that shit is the least edgy fucking thing ever. But you take, this is what, why I'd explain it like context, this is actually yeah. really cool. In the context, they were. And then many, many years later, there was a 20th anniversary for their song and BTS went on stage and performed it with them. And it was a whole heartfelt passing the baton of um, K-pop moment. So, okay, in the, in the culture of Korea being a much more fucking serious as fuck, you know, you're either in the army or you're doing a job or you're singing patriotic songs. Um, yeah. Becoming from uh, the 60s, where it was like a really, really underperforming economically country, uh, country to in the 90s being the 11th richest economy in the world, they saw all this cultural shit as quite the commodity, quite the business yeah. venture. And for... I don't know about you, Christopher, but for a brain like mine that is all about the creativity and not really about the business, that's fascinating to me. How these yeah. big brains and offices are like, ah, we sell this. And um, the marketing and yeah. like the BTS, they all have, the way they were describing, like they all have different personalities. And one of them, all his whole personality is just, he's the young one. And that can be his whole personality. <laughs> and you got the dancer, you got the rapper. It's like. Do they replace him every four years. <laughs> Does it work? We got a new young one. Um, and even, this is how the, the, the business. It's, it's basically like our boy bands from 20 years ago or 30 years ago but just similar to the music yes yeah. yeah, similar to the music it's that it's the format of the boy band itself and the music on crack it is like the 90s boy bands and it seems to still like i think again just putting my vague feelers out there i think it's no longer at the peak of where it was with the psy mm. Gangnam Style getting the first billion views ever on YouTube and yeah. the girls flock into the thing. The thing about the girls flock into the thing and the whole Beatlemania girls crying and throwing their panties on the stage and all that shit is like there's always like there's always this thing of like this is the new hottest thing and then it's always going to be a next thing and it was One Direction mm. and it was BTS and if BTS survive uh bless them but like boy bands don't typically survive and you not not typically they don't at least in this respect. I'd love for one of them to have a solo career. <laughs> I think, no, nah, to be fair. One of the 12 members or 10 members. I, 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 think, I think they're going to, I think BTS might be the ones to figure out, oh man, suddenly I'm an authority, right? <laughs> but um, it seems like they're that entrenched in the culture and popular that a lot of them already do have projects going on solo and stuff. But I just, in this one respect, they won't survive of keeping that young girl audience. The young girls move yeah. on and find other things hot. And do you even remember, like... To me, it's sort of like a very weird thing that One Direction were those guys for a while. Because mm. they were the weird X Factor boys. And then suddenly, like, they were the biggest the fucking is, shit in the world. Them and the Jonas people, Brothers. People grow up with the bands. That's, That's what it is. Thing. That's what it is. So they, they never... The, the audience just grows with them. Or ages with them, I should say. Mm. So, yes, BTS won't have those young girls. But I guarantee in 10 years' time, if they're still touring... The same people are seeing them. The same people are seeing them, but then that's in terms yeah. of, in terms of seeing it super. I, I've got I've got a friend at work who goes to every take that gig because that was her thing. See, and bless her there. because I love that, and it's you know we can relate loving the things we love in childhood. Doing the same set list, and she still goes. <laughs> I don't get. <laughs> See, well, that's the thing, okay? Because like more than a regular musical act, which you know you fall in love in your childhood. There's nostalgia. I get it. I love a lot of the shit I loved as a kid too. Still, but if you look at it just super cynically. Hmm. That woman, if you took her in the big group she went to the gig with as a kid, she's probably hmm. one of, what, 10? You know, in terms of yeah, ratio, yeah. right? So in terms of, like, just pure cynicism, the young girls who will, like, spend their money on this product and go to the shows, it will decrease as much as they'll keep that fan base. Yeah, I really, it's always, like, I wonder where all these big music heads looking for money are going to see it next. It might just yeah. be you keep fucking um, pumping it in the K-pop industry because as an industry, it seems very... Um, uh, ready to churn this stuff out. 
So, yeah. borrowed from Motown slightly, as the explainer explains, um, this, this whole formula is followed. They scout the talent, they form them in the bands, they assemble them, they train them in the art of all the singing and the dancing mm. and the such like. And it's a very big factory thing. And I had no idea that like it was quite similar to how Motown did it. I didn't realize it seems very pop idol and, you know, mm. ni- late 90s, early 2000s But do you have culture. a different sort of idea of, well, not idea. Mm. Do you have a different sort of respect for Motown to yeah. the pop idol to the... to the Yeah, no, they almost... But you, you, you look at them in a different light when yeah. actually it's, it's, it was just an earlier version. It's of. just an earlier version. And it's like so romanticized. They showed a few black and white photos of, um, you know, the meters, the, the, the Jackson 5, a few things. And I was like, oh, that, those are the real days. It's like, it's the same fucking shit. It's just different <laughs> cultures. But yeah, back in the day, uh, there was little factories for, for groups like this that they wanted to make money off of too. And it just, we romanticized I'm the just past. literally picturing li- literal factories. It's quite funny. Well, yeah, it, it, for a minute I had like, this is almost like, you know, in terms of the dystopian levels and it does later get into it briefly tiny touch without getting into um where a deep dive would have been very interesting on this the whole contracts are almost like slave-like and there's been a lot of controversy over the years with like how much pressure is put on these young k-pop artists as opposed to western artists um and in that respect uh maybe it's not maybe it's not the best factories like it (laughs) reminds I was like, is this like a musical Squid Games? <laughs> Where it's like they put these really young, hopeful people... I never watched that. You still never watched Squid Games? No, did you watch it? I watched Squid Games, yeah, that's mad. Wow. I mean, okay. looking at pitch... Talk about factories of content. I mean, talk about some of them are good, but listen, you got me on Netflix. This was a Netflix product. I came out of it very... I'm not jumping on a Netflix, uh, on a, a K-pop song, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to slide one or two into the playlist. I'm kind of curious now. The stuff about it being pop music on crack stuff about moving genre to genre like crazy the occasional this i found really funny the occasional just an english word will get thrown in there to make it more catchy (laughs) the song that i like does that as well it's so great (laughs) honestly i really liked um i really liked i wish i'd sent it to you beforehand honestly they did a few flashing or we could just i could play it now and just get your reaction (laughs) how would that work for how you're recording I won't. Okay, great. <laughs> it's just a good idea for another time. They did a few like just flashing examples of the sort of English words that crop up. It just seemed so perfect. It was melody, waterfall, girl, I've got to put it in you. <laughs> maybe not put it in you, maybe get it in you, but it was very like close to that sort of thing. I was going to say that wouldn't get past the, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the authorities. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I really liked, I really... For anyone who um, is not out here with me in these streets watching these three-hour Bob Dylan documentaries, go and tell me more, Dave Van Ronk. <laughs> for anyone, <laughs> for anyone who isn't out here with me, it was like you could have fucking told me that story in twenty minutes. For God's sake, um, this is for you. <laughs> did you like the Dave Van Ronk shout out? I did because I, I I know exactly who you're talking. About. Back in the day, I mean, we always got a shout out the original pitch stuff. Back in the day, pre-podcast, that was one of the first we bonded super over. No Direction Home, directed by Bob Dylan. Um, what a doc. One... Directed by Bob Dylan. <laughs> My bad, thank you. <laughs> for for someone who's had Martin Wait, Scorsese on the brain this week. I was going to say, we should let the listeners guess who directed it. <laughs> My bad, my bad. Martin Scorsese has been very much on the brain this week. Um, an Aylesbury Odeon special, perhaps. It's just something I'm putting out there into the universe. The universe sometimes does come back to us. Oh, you're <laughs> beckoning me over there. I appreciate that. Maybe it's not the universe, it's just me actually getting a train ticket. Um, but all of this said... I, I kind of had a whale of a time and I think you're hearing in the first few minutes I had my arms folded like no thanks and it just I I'm out here being won over and I really liked the 
the few talking heads and uh, some of the stuff I learned. And even this is, I think the key point I want to make is even if I don't become a big K-pop fan now, I do appreciate sort of knowing about it a bit more now and getting it. And just, I think I need the right, hopefully this podcast can play a part. I need the right explainer thrown my way every now and again, because some stuff, here's, here's where you have to be discerning. I don't need to watch the explainer on everything. I think some stuff in life, it's okay to be clueless on, right? Yeah. There's some stuff you want to know about. And it turns out, K-pop actually is one of them, and I didn't think it would be. Cool. cool. I'm glad. Do you want to so guess your scores? Do you want to guess my scores, and I'll tell you my scores? I, I think I might be off now, based on your last. Yeah, pre-podcast, you are feeling it. So let's <laughs> let's let's see how that how that works out for you. What, what do you so reckon? So I had you as a two in anticipation, and if you've got any higher than that, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> We're just out here defaming each other. No, you've 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 got it correct. Yes, um, and then I've got a. Th- Three in enjoyment and a three in retrospect. Oh, you're only one off. I actually got a four for enjoyment and then a three in retrospect. No. Yeah, two, four, three this week, my friend. Okay. Two, four, three. Now, interesting. You interesting. S- interesting. You said pre-podcast. I'm going to nail it this week. You were so close. You were so close. And I will retort at the start of this review and say, I'm winning this episode and it's fine. And we're still friends. I haven't won for a while. So I appreciate it. Oh, do you reckon? There's no way you've got my scores. Wow. 100% you haven't got my scores. I, I believe you. <laughs> so let's review the thing. I'll just lead us up with a bit of Strike Force 5. There was the right <coughs> strike, we're all aware, in Hollywood. And then all the late night hosts did currently. Did you not get what I just did there? I didn't. I was, I, was, I was eyeing up my notes and not looking at the camera. What happened? Did you say, did you? Did you strike Force 5. <coughs> oh, there you go. It's, it, the, the low rumble is actually hard to, to pick up. But I heard you that time. I was actually thinking, shall I get up the sound effect on YouTube? Yes, listener, we are already doing in-jokes for other podcasts in our podcast <laughs> review. Because <laughs> on Strike Force 5, whenever they say Strike Force 5, I think Jimmy Kimmel hits the mm-hmm. uh, thunder and lightning sound effect. So that's what your boy out there was doing. <laughs> Please get back to us and say who did the better thunder and lightning sound effect. But... Um, the right the thing strike. Is, I can cut in a, an amazing one. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> you can't artificially enhance after the fact. But um, the- I, I say all this stuff. The pod just goes out as it is. I don't add that much to it, to be honest, Jeff. You do. You sprinkle a little bit of sunshine on it and the listeners are happy for it. A few twinkly guitars and an intro. I'm out of here. Nah, there's audio sweeteners all over the shop that we're not aware of. But this, this, this chef is getting something. So, are your scores locked in? Yeah, they're super locked in. So you asked me to listen to episode five of Strike Force Five, which is a podcast created by five of the late night hosts in America. Yes. They are Jimmy Kimmel. Yes. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Uh, Stephen Colbert. Yes. Um, the British guy. John Oliver. <laughs> and Seth Meyers. And Seth Meyers. <laughs> um, Why well, can't I remember the British guy's name? To be fair to John Oliver, what? it is. John Oliver. I'm, I'm really glad he seems to be in with them enough as mates that he got on it because as a lot of the episodes isn't bear out... Isn't there another guy on HBO who isn't on it? Oh, Bill Maher. Isn't... No one wants him on and we'll move on swiftly. Who? Bill Maher? That's, I think that's the... Real talk with of. Bill Maher. No, oh, there's another, another guy. guy. There's another guy. who has. Is it The Daily Show? No. No, The Daily Show did have, um, went from Jon Stewart to Trevor Noah, and now it doesn't have Trevor any. Trevor Noah other. is probably one I was thinking. He just left, and they're just guest hosting it up now and unsure what to, what oh, to okay, do with the product. Fair. That's Comedy Central, I think. Um, but John Oliver is, is it? In, oh, pretty, pretty sure, at least it has been historically. Jo- John Oliver is interesting because he was a correspondent, like Stephen Colbert, mm. on The Daily Show. And then when Jon Stewart started taking extended holidays, he did a lot of guest hosting, and everyone's like, they fucking missed a trick, not letting him just yeah. do The Daily Show. Because last week, I think, 
Tonight with John Oliver is basically his version of The Daily Show, and he's amazing at it. But the interesting thing, which is why I'm glad they brought him into the show anyway, they must be tight with him and mates with him. Um, I know Colbert mm. is, and the rest obviously are now too, is he doesn't really have guests. The rest are slightly more classic late-night show hosts because yeah. they all have uh, guests and do the classic late-night show format from all the way back in the day with... with um, yeah. For those for those out there, because there will be some who don't watch as much American late night TV show as me and you do. Uh, That sort of late night show is very similar to Graham Norton that we've got on over here. Correct, Jonathan Ross. It's it's kind of the American equivalent. It's It's kind of the American, and I would say with uh, Steve Allen and historically uh, the Tonight Show, you got a few like just key elements that always seem to stay the same. We we kind of. I, I like where Graham Norton and Jonathan Ross have landed with their own versions because I feel like here yeah. or there we do try to mimic it exactly and it just doesn't work. Whereas the American yeah. uh, version... Especially, especially Graham Norton because... Uh, he, his thing he, is he, so I him. It's so yeah. him. It's so perfect. You, you, you approved of a B-reel in which I was watching it while doing my hoovering this week. We love a bit of Graham Norton. Hopefully he'll feature on the yeah. show soon enough. But American has the staple of the desk, the, the monologue yeah. to open, which is a bit topical. A few couch. other segments and the couch with a with a guest who comes on and either a B guest or, or whatever. I think um, uh, with the with the writer strike and this getting put together, this is a very nice timely reflection of how back in the day it was very contentious between the late night talk show hosts and yeah, David Letterman and Jay Leno used to be friends and ended up hating each other and then Conan got screwed over by Jay Leno and the late night wars is a very typical phrase for how much the American hosts who to be fair are all competing for viewers and airtime and such like whereas in this are they all on at the same time no again so there's the tonight show and then there's the late show and then there's the late late show yeah and then there's the- <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly it gets a bit confusing so base as, as far as I think I've got this right in saying that Jimmy on the tonight show is yeah. on and then Seth Myers follows him where gotcha. and Jimmy Kimmel and Colbert also have the Jimmy Fallon slot and Seth Meyers is the late slot. Okay. <laughs> and where was uh, poor um, James Corden in all of this? That's the guy. <laughs> He's so yeah, exactly. When you say, as I was saying, I was like, oh, that's funny. They've got all the the main sort of you know late night prime time so but to he's speak, left now guys he? yeah yeah. yeah so whereas on nbc i think i'm right in saying jimmy fallon's uh, tonight show is followed by seth Myers's late night which was um originally dave letterman's and then conan o'brien's um mm. so whereas that's happening there on the other one which would be um not cbs maybe cbs abc cbs with um okay. colbert which is taking over from letterman's show um that would be followed by james corden and gotcha. back in the day, it was followed by Craig Ferguson. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he never quite got in with them. He found, let's talk about it for a second. He found a fucking niche with his carpool karaoke and stuff in a way where yeah. when he started on that show, I was like, man's not going to do so good. He's too English. He's not, he like, I didn't enjoy it. It's not my cup of tea, but he, mm. he kind of, he kind of smashed it. But um, this show is these five and just a bit of, yeah, context had to be laid out for you in terms of how much we clearly have a bit of, background watching and enjoying these guys i fucking in a way that is one of my guilty pleasures weaknesses not guilty pleasures i'm not guilty about it at all but it's just one of my weaknesses one of my favorite things it's such a treat for me i fucking love this shit um not that i don't love british comedy too but i just have a real affinity for this sort of thing along with saturday night live and stuff so i love this shit so as soon as this podcast was coming out it was good news for your boy christopher yeah how did you feel about it um so it was episode five you asked me to listen to yes um i as I was doing a bit of traveling, mm. I listened to episodes one, two, three, four to get to five. Mm. Um, 
And I really struggled. Oh, really? <laughs> I really struggled with it. Oh, I don't know whether it You're was... talking about the lead up or you're talking about five or the whole thing? I'm talking about the lead up. Okay. So this is affecting my anticipation score. Interesting. Is where I'm going with this. Interesting. Make sure you've got locked in. I have lost this week. I was <laughs> it's fine. Having, I was not having a great time. You don't it. sound like you're having I, a great time. Tell us about not having a great time. It's five middle-aged white men just talking over each other. <laughs> wow. and, it's not, and it's and it's not always sunny, so I don't like. Oh it. my <laughs> days! There's a lot of shots being fired in the last 13 seconds. Um, but like anything, yes. I I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't have released episode one and two or something along those lines. Oh, it here was we a go. Bit, it was chaotic. Right. It was chaotic. Yeah. And we like structure in our podcast, Jeffrey, don't we? <laughs> something. <laughs> but no, but you need, it needed wrangling right. or something. Because right. that okay. first episode, okay. I was I was all over the shop. <laughs> Their audio was all over the shop. <laughs> conversations were all over the shop. And it was just, I was just, I was walking around an airport going, what the fuck are they talking about? I've lost track so of it. Because there, there was nothing keeping me, there was no topic or anything in there keeping me in it. Yeah. It felt like anyway wow. that my mind would wander and then I'd come back and go, the fuck's going on? <laughs> but they were like, the, it made me realize who my favorites are out of that lot. Oh, And the ones who actually, when they spoke, I found funny. Oh, wow. And, I can't and wait for this. Could you, could you guess which, well, which two? First... If I said there were two out of the five oh, that that tickled me with their jokes and what they were coming out with. Yeah. And... Oh, I, well, firstly, I just got to say, this is a really, really fun review. This is so you. I don't know how we can do a podcast slash have known each other for 20 something years and still every now and again, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what he's like. Of course he thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is fantastic. I'm really enjoying this review. Um, I, if I had to guess who did it, and for the, the context of the viewer, there is one little niggle I can't wait to get to, which is how you dropped a big old... I'm not actually that big a fan of Jimmy Fallon these days, bombshell a few weeks ago, because as kids, he was probably our favourite SNL cast member. Yeah, we used yeah. to watch Best Ofs together. Like, he was our guy back in the day. It's, it's weird. I just... It's no, no, no. You, you actually with, explained with, with, it quite no, well. I, th I think it's just... He's been in his, his Tonight yeah. Show slot so well now that yeah. I just... I don't find it authentic. And that's probably wow. what it is. It just seems very... It just seems. I thought you were going as night show host. Now I thought you were going to go more forgiving, and it was like even more damning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that said, and then there are elements. There are elements of stuff that he does do, yeah, which yeah. are still funny. Yeah, um, I actually found his. But, I don't know if it's going to be. Um, you're going to end up listening, I'm sure, because enough is going to keep you in there. I think anyway. In the twelve episodes total, I think actually it helped me because I, I feel a bit of what you feel with Jimmy Fallon. I have to admit a bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like a bit of a defender because everyone kind of hates on him these days, but I, I get the criticisms. And for me, this pod actually helped to reappreciate him again because his guard does sort of come down. His guard does yeah. sort of come down. He ends up a tiny bit crotchety, which just actually for me suits him. Just a tiny crotchety? bit. Yeah, like grumpy, grumpy, a bit old, a bit old man now. Like you're not a boy anymore, my guy. Um, yeah. With that said. And I, think it's, I think it's just when like, we, you can't like, <laughs> if, an, if, if a guest comes onto your show, you can't, show that you don't give a shit and i get no that. yeah yeah oh okay oh so, do you so know what this I, is I, it, it, it's yeah. the slapping the cards on the leg and laughing at stuff and yeah. i'm like it's not that funny jimmy <laughs> so that is that i feel like it. that's a very he, typical he, view on him and, that... and it's like it's like he's almost he's tanked like six red bulls to get uh, himself up mate, for that i, I really think i really think that is just that is such a personal chemistry like if you go over to a new person's house and they're hosting and later mm. you're going home with your your partner and you're like geez they were a bit much 
And other, <laughs> and other people go home being like, oh, he was so high energy. I loved it. it. Made me feel right at home. Like, I think that, yeah, yeah. and I get, I get both sides of that, but I really want to come back. And after seeing him on SNL, yes. you, I, your, your expectations are higher. Yeah. And maybe there has to, and this is why I think I like the slightly grumpy side coming out is even with musical artists, we often talk about this. There has to be some element yeah. of reinvention and he is aging in front of us, which is a nice thing, but then added to get a new element where it's not just, I'm super pleased to see you. Like to have a bit of a new Jimmy is going to be fun, hopefully. With that said, I do, I this was uh, initially this was procrastinating on choosing the two who amused you the most, yeah. and then it ended up leading to a quite interesting topic. So apologies. But with that said, I think so. Um, one of them isn't Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I would. It's hard. It's hard for it not to be. And this is as surprising to me as it will be to others. It's hard for it not to be Seth Meyers. I feel like he's a funny guy. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And I. And, Knowing, and I think it's, I guess, because yeah. he was in the Weekend Update slot. Yes, it's it's the humour that I warmed to. Yeah, I think so he was the head writer at SNL for like eight to ten years while doing Weekend yeah. Update, and it clearly shows yeah. that guy is a witty guy. Seems humble though too. Um, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot to like there. I don't think he gets quite as much love as he deserves actually. Seth Meyers, so he made me laugh yeah. a lot too. I'm glad he's one of them. The second one is tricky. I think I'm gonna say either either Kimmel or John Oliver. Might be Kimmel. It's John Oliver. Oh, it's John Oliver. Okay. Yeah. The, and I, being a community nut that I am as well. Oh, I, I always forget he's a community guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I also think he's hilarious. I think... Uh, he, he is the perfect blend of he British is. American humour. He is. He, 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 he hits that... bridges that gap. Yeah. And, and, he's, and he's fucking hilarious. Do you find, a, do you find a slight actual... Because whenever I catch myself thinking this, I'm like, don't be a fucking idiot. But I feel it. It's like a slight British pride. Like he's representing us yeah. out here with all these American hosts because he is really fucking funny. Um, yeah, he is really funny. And one of my um, s- soft spots is, um, you know, like Ted Lasso, British and American mm. humor intertwining. So I love that he's on it, and I'm, oh, I'm really glad he made you laugh a lot. I think, I think, uh, I'm always surprised by when I give Kim all my time. I enjoy him because from just a thirty second social media clip, I never. Mm. He's always to me the blandest. He's, he's I, I, I've got my partner in my ear right now, <laughs> sort of screaming at me. Whenever I watch a Kimmel interview, yeah, she, she just doesn't. She just doesn't like it. Doesn't doesn't get doesn't get it. D- thinks that he asks crap questions or whatever. But you have to remember that. Uh, but listening to him on this, yeah, I'm like he he says something, but he says it so straight that you almost think is he being serious about that or yeah. is he telling the is he making a joke? Is he being sarcastic? Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and and I think there are times when he said something quite straight in, during during the five pods that I've listened to so far. Yes where I have cracked up because I've actually gone, he said it so straight that it's now funny in my head. But that humor is difficult for, a, a, it's not prime time. These are all late night shows. Yes. But for, for a prime time late night slot, mm. that humor, I guess, and you, if you're interviewing someone, can come across a bit odd. Yeah. Because um, he's all, I'm trying to think. He's very, he's very, um, it's kind of anti Fallon. It's lower energy. He, it's a bit. Yeah, and the way he asks questions, he'll be like, so. And I think I remember watching a Jenny, General Ortega thing after the whole oh, yeah, the Wednesday stuff yeah, blew yeah. up. And he sort of said, so, you're working with Tim Burton. Tell us about that. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a very open ended question. I'm not really getting to the point. <laughs> but the way he, he says it in a sort of, so, yeah. you're working with Tim Burton. Yeah. Tell us about that. I don't, I don't know. I Do you know what? I, I don't know if this is a correct criticism uh, for others, but like, if you if he didn't do late night hosting and then mm-hmm. like if he wasn't a thing but then you're watching a movie where they had a late night host character and it was Jimmy Kimmel he'd be it's, he's perfect yeah right I it's weird it, i don't yeah, mean, it's like yeah. he's so he could be a nice even, stand even the way he tell he tells a story about how he met his wife it's really it's a really deadpan yeah like joke that he tells yeah. but 
if you didn't know it was Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. you'd be like, is that a real story or is it actually? So that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's probably that. Yeah. Again, this so personal chemistry. So tell a story about, oh, I just walked into the office one day yeah. and I was sort of like, you, yeah. you're the one yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like, you're the, you're the best one out of this lot. So he sort of tells that in that sort of story, which isn't true, right. but it's still funny. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a, I, it's, he's just got very weird. You, you might have been all over the shop trying to figure out what, food to get in the airport while these five white men were rambling at you at the time but i do remember a yeah. standout thing early on was him doing the story about the vasectomy yes and i remember that being like oh kimmel you got a bit more personality to you than i give credit for sometimes me so he went he went to go get a vasectomy yeah and they checked him out and said yep you can have one and then he was like so we're we doing it now and he's like no you've you've got to book it in yeah. sort of thing he thought he was just going to go and get it that day <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he'd done all the grooming for it and, and all that sort of stuff yeah, so, yeah and then on the on the cab ride home the cab driver was telling him oh don't do it or whatever um mm. and just yeah he uh, it's yeah this is such a in in my uh opinion and i love uh your take on it and i wonder if it changed by episode five because I love the take on just maybe episode one and two shouldn't have gone out. It's the producers just going to be like, yeah, it went out. It was well received. <laughs> um, but you do... Just like do a practice run and see if, see if, if you stick five... I... I... So five white middle-aged yeah. talk show hosts who clearly have egos because they're in that position that course, they're in. Of so course, of course. If they didn't have an ego, they couldn't do the job that they've got. Of course. All talking over each other. Yeah. All trying to be funny. Yeah. It was just a bit... It sounds... I hear that. It's, you know what? It's like the Galacticos. You throw all the best people in the team, but if they don't work as a team, it's not going to work. That might, if, if not the second mention of the Galacticos in the pod, that is definitely, we have mentioned them a lot when we review culture. Because, yeah, there is something to that. Personally, I don't know why. If I felt it quite humanising how sometimes it wasn't even the biggest laughs you're getting out of it and it was just they are all jostling for space. It, it felt like you're sitting in on their, their Zoom while they figure a thing out, which I found quite... Uh, so should, should I talk about nice. the actual episode? Please do. But can I just say, I almost gave you episode two where you probably weren't feeling it as much because I really liked the segment towards the end where they talked about their own favourite late night moments because it sent me in to other uh, rabbit holes. Yeah. I thought that was quite a highlight early on. But by the time they get to episode five... Because one between episodes one and four are a blur in my head. I get that. I get that. So I, I was just trying to get to five. You were just trying to get to five, then you got to five, and then suddenly, guess what? They have a little I format. almost fell off, fell off a treadmill laughing. Oh, really? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, to ex- very briefly explain the format, Jimmy does a how well do your partners know you? How well do you know your partners? So, so each episode going up to this, each one is becoming the host of the episode. They're taking turns right. to host the episode. This is Jimmy Fallon's hosting episode. Yes. Um, where he tries to construct questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is... It, <laughs> Which is one of the punchlines of the whole episode, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Um, and this episode is called Strike Force Wives because Jimmy Fallon texts all the late night wives. Yeah. I mean, it's good that they all had wives, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because so, all, all the wags would be left out. Yeah. That worked <laughs> um, out, that segment, yeah. Um, and he basically asked them all questions about their relationships. And then he posed those same questions to the late night host and they had to guess whether they got, see if they got the answer right that yes. their wife said, sort of thing. Yes. Sounds like a very sort of. Um, traditional couples board game yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, except I don't know why this whole thing just breaks down into hilarity. And are you being real, Jeffrey? <laughs> yes, indeed. Sorry, I'm smiling for the B-roll. Um, yeah, it does um, break down into hilarity. And is it mainly because Jimmy Fallon isn't great at <laughs> doing the game and so, everyone so, roasts So them. this is where Seth Meyers and John Oliver come into their own <laughs> because they just roast Jimmy Fallon yeah. for not being able to write a simple question. <laughs> So 
basically it kind of reminded me of us with like wait who's guessing what (laughs) true they joke so this whole podcast has come about because of the writer's strike yes so they're they're raising money for their teams and their writers on their show Mm. because they're not working at the moment because they're striking exactly did this and they've got ads from ryan reynolds and stuff like that Mm. um and one of the main jokes in this is that Jimmy Fallon really needs his writers because he can't write his own bloody questions properly. <laughs> and and it and it yeah, it just it. There are so many moments, but one of them where they, I, I wish I'd written. I haven't written any of it no, down no, because you're good. I was on a treadmill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and to be honest, I was really struggling to run because, as you <laughs> love Jeffrey, I was laughing out loud. Yeah, I'm like, in a, I'm in a. Um, a gym yep. in a villa complex in Dubai where my <laughs> sister lives there are a couple of other people in this gym as well yep. and constantly I just go and make the noise ha <laughs> <laughs> just as I'm trying to run oh, and then I'm like I know that laugh everyone else around you thought it was fake but that was a real laugh <laughs> <laughs> yes. um but yeah, so he, have you got an example of one of the questions that oh, it was like, asks? There's lots of, um, you know, the moment you actually fell in love with him. And yeah. lots, there's lots of like really sweet stuff. And yeah. it just... I think I think one of them was a, what was... And this is the thing. Song. The big joke in this, the, the, the biggest joke in this yeah. was they couldn't understand whether, <laughs> from whose perspective the question yeah. was being asked. Yeah, yeah. Because Jimmy sent these text messages out and the wives didn't understand what he Yeah, meant. some of the wives so, not understanding is a big part of, yeah. Some of the and, wives, and, oh, that's great. So one of them was, what was the one thing that he does that annoys you the most? Yeah. But in the context of trying to ask it as a quick quiz question where the wife has to give an answer and the, <laughs> the husband has to guess what that means, yeah. they all couldn't quite understand what he meant by the question that he was asking. Yeah. So then they started just ribbing on him basically yeah. and just saying so what do you think she thinks you think is the answer to this <laughs> this sort of question and it just it just goes and you've got a lovely story about john oliver um and his wife yeah. and how the moment she knew that he loved him was when he checked her stool yeah um, you've got these you, <laughs> leave it there got, i hope the listener goes and listens to it because leave it there yeah it's good stuff yeah but it the ribbing on jimmy is what just yeah, just it, bring, it brings it brings a dynamic to life. Then proceeded and got asked after that. They just kept going at him. Yeah, about how the man is like how how are you unable to <laughs> construct a concise question? Is something I think Jimmy says to him. Yeah, just like you're 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 a talk show host who asks <laughs> celebrities. It's, and there's something about the they're so good natured with it. And Jimmy um, clearly loves being like the object of the roasting and starting it that yeah. he then it was basically it turned into like a roast battle or something but like i but is. i hate roast battles so i know what you mean but like it was a lot yeah. uh, somehow a lot but it was sweeter and, and funnier getting along yeah. and it's yeah, just yeah. five guys having a yeah. laugh and that's jeff's favorite <laughs> one show. definitely one of my favorite shows yeah to be fair um i really really enjoyed this episode but i was i was enjoying it from episode one but there's this degree to which everyone sort of seems to agree that this is where the show came to life that just made it seem appropriate for you. So I think you're telling both the listener to our pod and me that it was a big roller coaster in terms of scores where you started off nice and low, but you got nice and high. And the last thing I don't really know about is the after. So I have one question for you. Have you listened to episode six? Do you plan on listening to episode six? Nope, because otherwise I would have forgotten about episode five. You're a clever boy, but in terms of planning, do you think do you think you, it won you over enough? You wanna? I mean, it's twelve. I, I, I've got a load of pods that I'm backed up on at the moment. What's what's it vying for space with? What's what's up there? The my girls, your pods. rocket girls, yeah, the tech pods. Yeah, I'm behind a rocket. I'm, I'm I'm about two weeks behind on my tech pods, so yeah. that's what's stressing and, me. And I'm, I'm starting to get pod anxiety about it. Oh man, because then the next one comes out. Oh. And, like, ah. and yeah. you're the you're fifty percent of this podcast. You actually listen to our podcast. 
Yes, because I have to listen to it to make sure it sounds okay. <laughs> I've listened to some. I think it's all right. In yeah. terms of this episode, I, I, for, I can't believe how much... It's just, it's just how much am I going to lose by? Um, was there anything else you wanted to get in before I do my scores now? We've got a hard out. We should probably do scores now. Uh, you had a good time, but it took okay. a lot to get there. And then it was yeah. a, kind of a joy. I really... I, yeah, I just... I, I don't think I've struggled that much on a treadmill before when listening to something <laughs> i don't know it just just there's just so many one-liners in this episode that just got me yeah I just I, I got the giggles which is i think that's, oh, the thing, that's amazing I, I think i actually got the giggles for about a good 10 15 minutes in the middle of the episode which just meant I, then any you know when you get the giggles oh, and then anything they say it's all yeah because and, 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 and they're I doing just, it to each other it's fantastic yeah i probably in the four episode run to get there that's probably as down on a thing as it sounds like you've been where it's like if i didn't pitch it to you you might have just bailed on the show possibly yeah. okay yeah i just it just it, i don't know yeah i don't know yeah, yeah but then even i mean when the ryan reynolds ads were probably the funniest thing wow, in it for some that's, that's, wow. <laughs> that's fantastic i mean i really for, for me i i don't know what critical part of my brain gets turned off sometimes where i was just there from episode one and You're i just hanging out with them just hanging out and, and, and i think it's and i think it's because you pitched it yes that I felt like I got I get through these right 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 and I was struggling to get through right them. right if I just just gone with it and randomly listened to one and then listened to yeah and and by the time fun. you were listening it's already been and gone and finished which is crazy what well, the time I listened it was like actually like week on week I was doing that sequential week on week listening where like the strike yeah. could have just kept going forever and this would be the new way there, there <laughs> were points during sort of episode two and three where yeah. I was like. Should I just stop and listen to five? Wow. That, and that that and that that kind of uh, yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, with all this said, um mm-hmm. tell me tell me what's the damage. How many did they get it wrong by? Because my scores are pretty easy to summarize. I thought it'd be fours across the board. So how wrong really? was I? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, second pod in, in, in <laughs> Yeah, pod second Owen Wilson. Wow. Um my anticipation was a two. Wow! Because okay, so I've lost, points. I've lost my score. <laughs> because it, it would have been a one, but I was wow. like, something's going to happen on this pod. Yeah. It's going to be good. Wow. It's going to have to be good. Yeah, yeah. But Got bumped a up a point um, by hoping. Before, if I hadn't listened to one to four, yeah, probably would have been a comfortable three. Okay, but <laughs> it was, it was the fact that I'd listened to those. Yeah, I was like. <sighs> But it, it, you could, I could feel it getting get its groove. Yes, that's the thing. I, I mean, you. our our first few episodes weren't that great. <laughs> yeah, when you said that about maybe they shouldn't have put the first two, out, I was like, is he acting us right now? Because that, I mean, that's that's the same with anything, as we always we, we talk went about. Out there, said we were finding our feet. Finding our feet. And listen, season one syndrome is real. Um, okay, um, and then your enjoyment. Uh, five. Wow. <laughs> okay, so. I don't. I'm, uh, I'm going to stop I, counting. I, 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 Three I, off I so far. Yeah, it sounds like you had a. I, I, I giggled. I laughed out loud. What more did you want me to do, Jeffrey? So, no, you're good. And then you leveled off on a four. I'm not guessing. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sad resignation where you you get it. You've heard the review. You know what the scores are. Okay, so I got none of them were right. None of them were right. So I was. No, oh no, wait. The last retrospect. Yeah, retrospect was right. I, I was three off. You are one off. You are you are this week's winner. You are going on a streak, <laughs> the likes of which has not been seen. Since I went on a streak, but um, that's what happens on this show. We I pass need to the baton off. On the <laughs> yeah, one day the website will be updated. The Patreon will be just be um, changing everyone's lives. But for now, this has been the show that just all we have left for you is some pitches. And sure. has your pitch changed during the course of this episode? Nope. Okay. Well, do you want to hear what it is? I do indeed. Because I think you, I, you always go first. I think I'm going to go, go for it, bro. Well, 
Um, so we had Glastonbury this year, Jeffrey. I don't know if you remember. Who did? We did. We did, we did not. Well, Other people did. The UK did. Your yeah, brother did. Went. It's time for a Christopher's brother shout out. Yeah. Alex knows best. He went to Glastow. He went in a posh yeah. tent. I hope you had a good time. What? And he saw some great. He saw some great acts. Probably. Good. He saw some great acts. He saw some great acts. But there was one act he didn't see, Jeffrey. Um, this is getting fascinating already. So he didn't see had, Elton. Like, no, he saw Elton. Okay, fair play. Um, he probably saw Guns N' Roses mm. and he... Uh, I can't remember, who was it? Oh, Billie Eilish. Was oh, it? yeah. No, it wasn't Billie Eilish. No, 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 no Billie Eilish had Lam Redding. It wasn't McCartney this year. That was last year. Elton John, Guns N' Roses. That's still weird to me. Guns N' Roses. This pitch yeah. better not be fucking Guns N' Roses. No, no, no. Kind of no. curious. Anyway, I, I thought... I, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Go on, please. I feel like I'm not helping. So I was trying to, I'm trying to lead you down a path and then hit you with like a curveball. Oh, okay. But, but I'm not going well, down the path, so it's just going to be a regular ball. To, to continue ball, the ball. Alex bashing, there was a band <laughs> or an artist that he didn't see. Okay. He was on before Elton John, oh. who for me stole the show um, of Glastonbury this year. I know Queens of the Stone Age went up against him on the other stage, so it wasn't Queens of the Stone Age. Shout out to Ali, who will it be wasn't. back on the podcast soon. It was, okay. a, it was an artist who released an album in 2021. You're getting an album, Jeffrey. Interesting. Um, the album's name is called Montero. Oh, and, my days. And the artist who was on before Elton John was my Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X time. Montero is the name of his album. He was before Elton. He was on, he was on before Elton. GTFO. Better people together. Wow. To and I, my partner was screaming at me to come back into the room. Yes. When I, I think I come remember I was outside hanging washing. I was doing something, <laughs> and it was blaring in the in the in the lounge. Yeah. And she was like, "Come back, come back, come back! Look what he's doing!" <laughs> wow. Okay. I. So and I'm going to try and say this as concisely as possible because yeah. I kind of got it wrong in a text. Oh. But Lil Nas X is the gender bending oh barrier breaking wow artist wow christopher i'm gonna say writing copy out here um hire hire this man to write your copy because yeah he got re- reference in a textual message so low-key i should have had i should have been ready for this for this shout and uh okay i i have very little um solid ground here i feel very i'll, similar I'll let you do whatever you want to do hey pop and the album. netflix yeah okay interesting it's and it, is it his second album it's the one without he's had eps and Road. singles yeah, so oh. he's had EPs and singles. So I think this is his. Are you telling? Hold on, this is about to blow my length. mind. Old Town Road was never on an album. I don't think so. I think wow. it was on like a four or five song EP. Because I was looking. Because again, I've um, mm. by osmosis yes. just know all the Lil Nas X songs. All of them happens around me. Well, most. It, of them. I like that. It, it happens, happens around, around you. <laughs> me. It happens around me quite a lot. <laughs> the key um, question that always gets brought up with albums, which I feel like hasn't been addressed. What what, what are we saying? Mm. Runtime wise, well, give me a rough idea. Ooh. I mean, I'm curious without even Googling, what would you say vibes-wise? Like, does it feel like a breezy... 41 minutes? 41, as I say. 40 minutes is is the length. 40 to 45. Um, So that's fantastic. Okay, Lil Nas X. This is where... I do, I do love our little I enterprise. I haven't given you an album in a while, I don't know. No, have, an, I haven't had an album for a while, and this is one that, similar to the entire genre of K-pop, that I would look over there at the distance at and be like, yep, I know about that. I don't really, haven't yeah. given it a proper chance, so I would I would love to, and he makes me laugh on Twitter. So that's the context I come in with. Does he? He does, he's really funny, and uh, got all the sass, which we love over and here. And if, if, do me a favour, once you've listened to the album yes. a couple of times, um, just watch his music videos. Ooh. on YouTube if, you, if, you, if you've got time because they're ooh, just ooh, as ooh. fun and sassy as, as anything as well now you haven't given me an album for some time you know what I haven't given you for some time uh, Martin Scorsese documentary uh, motion picture 
And <gasps> no, not one directed by Martin Scorsese, but there are other classic directors that exist out there. Some of them, you've enjoyed their work. Or even if you haven't enjoyed all of their work, you've enjoyed one specific work. That's right, Christopher. You are a very lucky boy this week. I don't know if the length of this... Is it the, Paul Thomas Anderson again? It's not Paul Thomas Anderson again. I don't know if the length of this is going to make it hard for us to sneak in the next pod because I think we're on a nice little roll of getting them in consistently. Part of me resisted this pitch because I'm like, oh, it's a bit long. I don't know if he's going to... If you have the time... I bet this is going to be a five for anticipation because you love this film and I really wanted to talk about it again for lots of different reasons. So I've already seen it. You have, but you're going to want to watch it again. You need to watch it again for this podcast because I'm going to watch it again too. And it's just, it's that time in our lives, Chris. It's getting colder. You need to start putting on a winter jacket. You need to get out there and maybe occasionally play an open mic night and play some folk songs. It's inside Lewin Davis time. Ooh, (laughs) so That, ladies and gentlemen, is Christopher Anousas trying to recover the poker face and let him come back on camera and just do one of these. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, t- tiny bit of context for the listener. We've both watched this movie years ago separately and bonded over how much I think uh, we enjoyed it. It's a Coen Brothers film that in- some would say pays homage to Bob Dylan and just the Greenwich Village folk scene back in the day. But um, I think... So- this is the perfect time yes. for people to watch along with us. Ah, That's all I'm going to say. Ah. Guys, girls, whatever you want to be. Yeah. Just shout out Leonardo. If you've got time yes. between this, this week and next week, yes. go watch this movie. Oh, I love that. I love that shout because um, all the... All it's the... got Oscar Isaac in it. You probably know him from movies such as Star Wars and other things now. Yep. But before <laughs> then... He was in this movie. Yeah, he's always going to be. Um, he's always going to be Lewin Davis. Delightful to me. little cat in it that follows him around. That's true. That's true. So just going to say, and not that other movie poster with a guy and a guitar and a cat. This is a different one. What was that one? <laughs> there was another movie. There was. There, I swear. Yeah. Whole Ant's Bug Life thing again. Um, a soundtrack to <laughs> die for. A soundtrack to die. Soundtrack for. to die for. Um, Song that I've covered multiple times and never sung live. Oh wow. Just, in the presence of my own room. Oh, Just... bless you. I've got one of those too. We have to we have to bond over this later. I feel like we're, we're starting... Is we're... it from this film or is it a different one? No, it's from this film. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be the main song. I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, really? <laughs> Actually, no, there's two. Listener, we, we, we have a lot to talk about and we're really looking forward to, to seeing you for our next episode. For this week, I would still characterise next week as a bit of a music special. We've got an album. We've got a, a motion picture this week. We've had a podcast episode. We've had a Netflix little mini doc. We've had the best time. We look forward to having more of the best times with you, our dear, dear listeners. Check out the show notes for a bit more information on what you have consumed today and keeping up with us, catching up with us, watching along with us for next week as you have been encouraged to do. We really hope you do so. We really hope to get you involved on the pod last week. We broke ground with Bex. It was such a fun episode. We hope to have more people on in the future. Least of all, uh, top of the list, I would say, actually, is, is Bex to have her back on and hopefully uh, more guests to come. We have been... I bought the book. He bought the book and someone else found it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we've enjoyed being with you for now. I'm going to be the guy that says goodbye. He's going to be the guy that says take care. So goodbye. And take care. If you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak, the microphones bleed because they're so cheap. We're sorry to your ears. If you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro, or if you don't like the whole show, question why were you here? If you don't like the podcast, if you think we both speak too fast, too many tangents never stay on task, pick up a book instead. 
If you don't like what we recommend If your patience wears thin towards the end If you think you could do better with your friend Please go ahead If you don't like this content Or like me, the word content Then please go be more content And never listen to us again